0: Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Making Lemonade, the podcast where we talk about how we take the lemons that life gives us and all of the different flavors of lemonade that we as creatives and as people make throughout our lives. If you'd like to see more of my work and keep up to date with all things Making Lemonade, please follow me on Instagram at Jordan Morpeth Art or go to my website, www.jordanmorpethart.com. You can also join our Discord community and be a part of the conversation around this week's episode and creativity in general. The link for the public invite is in the episode notes below. This week, we are talking to Mr. Cam Ilo, a good friend of mine and a wonderful, wonderful artist. He's just top-notch. He's getting better by the year, better by the day. It's Everything he brings out is just fantastic. Um, So today, I actually started a little disclaimer here. I actually started, I texted him and I said, look, how about we um, make the episode about, I want to talk on the topic of why artists shouldn't compare themselves to other artists and in talking to him and by the end of the episode you'll actually hear me say he changed my mind on the topic and it ended up becoming why artists should compare themselves to other artists um and in that there's two ways you can compare yourself and there's a negative and there's a positive um not unlike not unlike everything else not unlike the episode we did on the ego there is a negative ego and a positive ego so uh, that's what we ended up talking about um I don't want to spoil much, so let's just get straight into it. I want to give you a long don't really need a long intro anyway. So as always guys, I'm Jordan and let's get into it. Mr. Cam Ilo Blau. Advertising time! Now, I'm not selling anything to you except for the experience of wonderful locally sourced art. Uh, The Lost Boys Collective is a business I built with the help of eight of my favourite illustrators. The Lost Boys are all Australian based and some of the best up and comers in the illustration game here in Oz. Our members consist of the illustrious Jackson Caspers, who has been on the podcast here before. The freakishly gorgeous Austin Mangler The king of the inks Camilo D. Pietrantonio A.K.A. Instacam One half of the mumble boys Rui Magarico A.K.A. Red Unit Inc The d d artisan himself Will Lehman Their head destroyer Paolo Wars The neon knight Keith Stanley A.K.A. Blank Canvas Designs And of course the former host of Draw It Out And the co-host of Bad Casting, the king of the portrait, Matt Combs, and myself, the lemonade maker, Jordan Morpethart. You can find all the Lost Boys and what we are doing at our home-based Instagram, at, at the Lost Boys Collective. That's at the Lost Boys Collective. I want to thank the Lost Boys, as this podcast is brought to you by The Collective. And from all the Lost Boys, uh, thank you for your support, and please stay tuned for the dope-ass shit we're about to release. Let's get into the podcast.
1: This is from 12 Rules for Life. Rule four is compare yourself to who you were yesterday, not to who someone else is today. Yes. Because you, to be, you need to have a, a hierarchy of improvement. You need to be aiming so, for something and that means you're going to be lesser than people who've always already attained along that dimension yes. and that can give rise to envy. So the question is who should you defeat in the final analysis and the answer is you should defeat your former self. You should be constantly trying to do that. And you're the right control for yourself too, because you're the one who's had all your advantages and disadvantages. And so if you wanna compete fairly with someone, then you should be competing with you. And it is the case, and this is what we were talking about too with regards to the self-improvement of the fighter, is well, if you're improving yourself, then what you are doing is competing with your lesser self. And then you might also ask, well, what is that lesser self? And that lesser self would be resentful and bitter and and um, um, aggressive and vengeance-seeking and all of those things that go along with having a negative moral character. And those are things that interfere with your ability to progress as you move forward through life. So it's very necessary to understand that this is why You know, I've been stressing this idea of personal responsibility. It's like, well, personal responsibility is to compete with yourself, is to be slightly better than yourself the next day. And it better in some way that you can actually manage, and that's humility, it's right. Like, well, I'm a flawed person, I've got all my problems, could I be as good as person X? It's like, not the right question. The right question is, could you be slightly better tomorrow than your currently flawed self? And the answer to that is, if you have enough humility to set the bar properly low, then you could be better tomorrow than you are today. Because what you also have to do is you have to say, well, here's all my flaws and my insufficiencies and the best that someone that flawed and insufficient could do to improve and actually do it is this. And that's not worth going out in the street and celebrating with placards, you know? It's like, well, this is why I tell people to clean the room. So you're not gonna brag to someone that you did that, but someone as insufficient as you might be able to manage it. And that means you actually are on the pathway to self-improvement and you're transcending your former self. And you might say, well, what's the right way of being in the world if there is such a thing? And it's not acting according to a set of rules. It's attempting continually to transcend the flawed thing that you currently are. And what's so interesting about that is that the, mean, meaning in, the meaning in life is to be found in that pursuit. So I've been laying that out in these discussions too, because I say, well, the, the fundamental issue is that life is tragic and difficult, very tragic and difficult for everyone. And it's also tainted by malevolence, because no matter how <laughs> things are tragic and difficult, but there's always some stupid thing that you could do or someone else could do that could make it even worse than it has to be. And So that's life. And you need an antidote to that, because that can embitter you. Constant contact with that. Just the tragedy, but the tragedy combined with betrayal and malevolence. That makes it even worse. Especially if it's self-induced. Okay, so you need something to set against that, so you don't get bitter and resentful. Well, what do you set against that? Doing something worthwhile. By your own definition, say, you need some reason to get the hell out of bed on a terrible day, because you've got something good to do. Well, what's the best thing you can do? transcend your current wretched and miserable self there's meaning to be found in that and real resp- and that's that's a meaning that's associated with responsibility one of the things that i've been trying to lay out clearly is that life is hard it's tainted by malevolence and betrayal that can make you bitter you need a meaning to offset that where's the meaning to be found not in rights not in impulsive pleasure but in responsibility you take responsibility for yourself so you take care of yourself if you're good at it, you can. You have some excess left over to take care of your damn family. If you're good at both of those, then you have some excess left over to take care of your community. Those are heavy burdens. You pick up the burdens, you find that's meaningful. The best way to pick up the burden is to continually improve yourself. And that's where the meaning is to be found. And so that meaning is in the continual self-transcendence. That's letting your old self die and the new self be reborn. When... Why are you defining people, like when you're saying this, why are you saying your miserable, wretched life? because there's a lot of people that don't have miserable wretched lives that also just want to improve like why does it have to be the worst case scenario in order to cuz it has to work warrant in the, it has improvement? to it has to work the theory has to work in the worst case scenario okay that's so why you're so you're using the worst case scenario as an yeah, example yeah, 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 but he, do you think that that perhaps may alienate someone who doesn't have the worst case scenario no, and just I, wants I don't, improvement uh, no i don't think so because no. I, I, well you know it depends on how much time you have to outline the ideas but mm-hmm. you know what what i because even if things are going really well for you now there's going to be a time in the future where things are rough you know you're going to be ill family members going to be ill a dream is going to fall apart you're going to be you're going to be uh, uh, uncertain about your employment status like the the flood is coming right the apocalypse is coming it's always the case in life and you have to be prepared for it and the question is how to prepare for it and the answer to that is to find a way of being that works even under the direst of circumstances that's the issue And so you outline, and I mean, I am pessimistic about this in my approach in some sense, because when I'm talking to my audiences and the same thing happens and happened in my book, Maps of Meaning and in 12 Rules for Life, I'm laying out the worst case scenario. And that's sort of like hell. It's things are going really badly for you. And there's just chance associated with that sometimes. And you and the people around you are doing stupid things to make it worse. It's like, okay, what have you got under those circumstances? You've got the possibility to slowly raise yourself out of the mire you've got the, the possibility to do just what the fighter does when he's defeated, which is to say, well, regardless of the circumstances that might have led to my defeat, like even if there were errors on the part of the referee, this is no time to whine about it. This is a time to take stock of what I did wrong so that I could improve it into the future. And that's the right attitude. You know, in the Old Testament, one of the things that's really interesting about the Old Testament stories is in the Old Testament, the Jews keep getting walloped by God. It's like, they, they struggle up and make an empire and then they just get walloped. And then it's all crushed and, they're, and they're, they're out of it for generations. And then they struggle back up and make an empire and then they get demolished again. And it happens over and over and over. And the, the attitude of the Old Testament Hebrews is, we must have made a mistake. It's never to shake their fist at the sky and curse fate. It's never that. The presupposition is, if things aren't working out, it's my fault. And that's a hell of a presupposition. And you might say, well, of course, you know, it's, that, that underestimates the degree to which there's systemic oppression, et cetera, et cetera, and, and, the, and the vagaries of fate. It's like, it doesn't over underestimate it. It's not the point. The point is your best strategic position is, how am I insufficient and how can I rectify that? That's what you've got. And the thing is, you are insufficient and you could rectify it. You, both of those are within your grasp. If you aim low enough, one of the things why do you Why do you see the, you, that's another thing you keep saying, aim low enough, have a low enough bar. Why do, you, why do you mean that? Well, let's say you've got a kid and you want the kid to improve. You don't set them a bar that's so high that it's impossible for them to attain it. You take a look at the kid and you think, okay, this kid's got this range of skill. Here's a challenge we can throw at him or her that exceeds their current level of skill, but gives them a reasonable probability of success. And so like I'm saying it tongue-in-cheek to some degree, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, but if you're, but I'm doing it as an aid to humility. It's like, well, I don't know how to start improving my life. Someone might say that. And I would say, well, you're not aiming low enough. There's something you could do that you are regarding as trivial. That, that, that you could do, that you would do, that would result in an actual improvement. But it's not a big enough improvement for you, so you won't lower yourself enough to take the opportunity. But there's a humility in determining what it is that the wretched creature that you are can actually manage. Aim low. And I, I don't mean don't aim, and I don't mean don't aim up. But you have to accept the fact that you can set yourself a goal that you can attain, and there's not gonna be much glory in it to begin with. Because if you're not in very good shape, the goal that you could attain, could attain tomorrow isn't very glorious, but it, it's a hell of a lot better than nothing and it beats the hell out of bitterness and it's way better than blaming someone else. It's way less dangerous and you could do it. And what's cool about it, there's a statement in the New Testament. It's called the Matthew principle and economists use it to describe how the economy and the world works. To those who have everything, more will be given. From those who have nothing, everything will be taken. It's like what's very pessimistic in some sense, because it means that as you start to fail, you fail more and more rapidly. But it also means that as you start to succeed, you succeed more and more rapidly. And so you take an incremental step and, well, now you can lift 55 pounds instead of 52.5 pounds. You think, well, what the hell's that? It's like it's one step on a very long journey. And so it's it and it starts to compound on you. So a small step today means, puts you in a position to take a slightly bigger step the next day. And then that puts you in a position to take a slightly bigger step the next day. And you do that for two or three years, man, you're starting to stride. You know, and I have so many people coming up to me now. This is one of the things that's so insanely fun about this tour, which is so positive. It's, it brings me to tears regularly. It's mind boggling because people come up to me and this is happening wherever I go now. And they say, uh, they're very polite when they come and talk to me, you know, and they're always apologetic for interrupting. And so it's never, it's never narcissistic and it's never annoying. I'm really happy to see people. And they come up to me and they say, well, I know you've heard this lots of times before, but I've really, I've really been putting my life together since I've been watching your lectures. And then they tell me a story about where they were in some dark place, too much alcohol, too much drugs, not getting along with their father, not getting along with their mother, not having a vision for their life, being nihilistic, playing too many video games, you know, like, um, Uh, being suicidal, that that happens a lot, having post-traumatic stress disorder, sometimes as a consequence of combat, whatever little slice of hell they were occupying. They say, look, I've been been listening to your lectures and I've been developing a vision for my life and I've been trying to take responsibility and I've been trying to tell the truth and things are way better.
0: I wanted to talk to you about, so I've been thinking a lot lately about... um, how a lot of artists compare themselves to, uh, you know, there's a lot of comparison going on. It's not, it's not easy to not compare yourself to other artists and feel, you know, insecure. Have you, have you ever kind of dealt with this, this issue before?
2: Uh, I always feel um, insecure about my art. But I think that's a good mm-hmm. thing. I think if you're not happy with what you're doing, it's going to lead you to improve. But, um, in terms of comparing myself. It might not be the best thing to do, but I can't help it,
3: man.
2: Like, I yeah. can I'm, I'm really competitive, so it's probably bad to say, but I always try to make it a competition. Like I always want to be better. You know? And then it like to compete with apart from the people around you, so Yeah, yeah, of course.
0: Man.
2: It's not as if I'm I'm competing in a way that's negative. Like I just like to compare myself and be like if this guy's doing this, then what should mm. I
0: Oh yeah, that's always a good way to do it. Like not um, not getting too caught up in the you know he's doing he's better than me he, rather than I suppose there's a positive there's a positive way to to be competitive like there's a positive kind of kind of way to um, well, the,
2: the, the positive way is just not to wish not to wish bad on people. Yeah. I never yeah. I never I never want something bad to happen to someone who I never to compete with, but I always want to be better than them. You know? yeah my, yeah even my mates man even my friends i want to be better than you
0: know yeah but, yeah. yeah whenever whenever someone does something that you just admire completely you're like okay, yeah. "Fuck! how can i, can I do, do something, something that, that cool? cool or you know what what did he do in that it's just just the little details that you find mm. that you go fuck was yeah, like one? that line uh, that you know the line weight or it's you know maybe it's a little weird little detail um Cross hatching or some shit like that 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 they did that you go oh maybe I could add that into mine or yeah that's um that's really interesting it, it's one it's one of those things i've always found like i've been insecure in a lot of things, but knowing that i'm this good at like, like that the one thing i'm really good at is drawing yeah. like if if anything that's that's the one thing i'm good at um in my own mind i i've never really found too much insecurity in my work like it's 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 a catch-22 for me it's one of those things where you kind of bounce back and forth between uh like you'll do a shitty piece and like i mean you can feel shit about it or at the end of the day you just start a new one and just yeah. make sure the next one's better like, yeah, there's a lot of people – what do you think of it? Like, do you, do you compare yourself more to others or do you compare yourself more to the last piece of work you did?
2: Uh, I'd say both pretty evenly, you know? Okay. Like, I, I, I look at my own stuff. It's a big reason why I was saying I'm not really happy with any of the prints I have for Nova this year because it's, mm. it's all at least a year old. And yeah, I look at it and I think it's cheap. Like thing, yeah, I look, at, I look at what other people are bringing out. Like At the end of the day, like they can be your friends, but on the day of Supernova, they're going to be sitting next to you. And as mm. much as you you want people to buy your stuff too. So of course. I look at their stuff and I'm like, well, shit, man, this guy's like in a year's time, he's improved heaps. The fuck have I done? You, know? Mm. Uh, uh, you know, I push myself to be at least as good as the people that will be around me. Yeah. Like, you mm. know what's a good example, bro? Remember last year when we done Inktober?
0: And, uh, what's that?
2: Remember last year when we done Inktober?
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Like, that's a good example because, like, every week we were posting as a group, you know, everyone's in Inktober yeah. pieces every day. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and like that, that pushed me heaps, man. Like, there was some, like, some people were just pumping out such good shit in the space of less than a day.
3: Yeah. Like, I, I've got to do something good.
2: You know what? I'm not to look like a dickhead in front of these people. You know, <laughs> uh, so,
0: because yeah,
2: yeah, people are gonna flick through the little album we put up, and like if yours is the shitest name. Like, I, I feel kid, like You know, and I don't know where these yeah. boys get the time and like and and shit to, to to do it every single day like they did. But like, I, I pushed during that during that month, man. I pushed like a motherfucker. Oh, I dude. You know, I, I even I had it in my head. I'm like, I don't want to skip a day. I'm like, you know what? You know who's gonna have the most pieces done? Jackson's gonna have the most. I, yeah. I, mean, I got to beat him, bro. got to like. It doesn't have to be as good as his, but I have to like pump as, as many as he does out.
0: Mm. And I think I yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, that, that month was like that month was mental because I was like, I feel like that every single that I couldn't get through every single day. But I, I know exactly what you mean because some days I I fucking phoned it in and I felt like shit that I phoned it in, but other days. I, um, I I felt exactly the same like I can't be putting up some some piece of shit um, that I'm not happy with and there was a couple days like I think the thing when we did the thing I had this great idea for it but not the time to do it and it didn't come out the way I wanted it to like I wanted I wanted it to be a lot I wanted it to be a lot more detailed and I never drew on the thing before and I just felt like crap after I'd, I I was like I, I almost didn't send it out that day. Because it's just like, fuck, no, this is, this is terrible. What am I doing here? This is, this is a terrible piece. But yeah. I know exactly what I mean. And, dude, you, like, I think out of anyone, I mean, Jackson pumped it out. But out of anyone, I actually watched, I was watching your stuff every day. And the way that you were just pumping out every single day was just so impressive to me. And the stuff you were putting out, man, I honestly think almost every day you had some of my favorite stuff. Thank like God. there was some there was some of those da- like that spawn one when I saw you do that spawn yeah. one I was like holy fuck I need to pick my game up like you made me think like shit I'm not right. doing good enough I'm not like, that was insane that one man well, I planned that whole month out like I
2: planned the whole fucking month out because I really wanted good on ya to do it in the end look like, I had everything pre-penciled but mm. layouts layouts pre-done so oh, every nice. day I just went, went in and pumped out the inks I like, shit man mm-hmm. yeah. I had to, have to do a pinch pizza every single day, and on some oh, days I would I would bludge it out. Like on some days, like on the days we did um, like, there's, there's stuff, like stuff that I'm not really familiar with. Yeah,
0: like,
2: I I didn't phone it in, but like I made sure there was a lot of black area where I just had to know. like... <laughs> yeah, you
0: know, yeah. There's those little cheeky. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. I mean that month was so good, man. Like. And, and it's all it's all of because of the competitiveness. It's all because we're comparing each other. Like I'm sure everyone, all of us have the like, two website, you know? Like, yeah, dude. So it's important to
0: compare yourself because Yeah. Yeah. You know? And look, the, the competitive the, the competitive nature of that that month wasn't negative. Like we weren't choosing winners at the end of it or yeah, anything. Exactly. Which was kind of cool. Like in my own head I was choosing my favourites of the day. But we weren't, um, we weren't really out to have a winner and a loser. We were just kind of pushing each other to mm-hmm. do better. And like you said, every time something new came out and someone just fucking, like yourself or Jackson or whoever it was, just smashed it out. We'd, I know in my head, I was like, fuck, okay, tomorrow I got to do better. And like I'd come across something that I really loved. I was like, okay, I haven't drawn Catwoman in a while. I got to like do this really fucking yeah. well and do a really interesting concept because, I mean, I know I'm not—I'm more of a cartoony kind of dude, and I know I'm not necessarily the most technical. And I don't, you know, I'm not a painter, and yeah. I'm not like, you know, I don't know how to render very well and all that kind of shit. So I try to use i, I really try for my concepts to be more interesting than anything else. And I try to like get my stuff to tell a story. And yeah, man, that that month just fucking like advanced. I, I watched everyone just get, get so, so much better and just out of natural competition and, and um yeah. yeah, like you said, comparison to exactly. it, you that's know what, that that's, that's what it was. It was
2: really yeah. each other. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's why I reckon just, it's a good example of how beneficial it can be.
0: Oh yeah, dude. Just that natural like um competitiveness was fantastic yeah. like it was i can't wait to do it again this year because you know i feel like we should do more things like that we should do it more than once yeah, man, we I, should find it was i had a friend was doing february,
2: and every day of february he was drawing some spider-man stuff oh nice yeah, that was
0: that'd be cool. cool yeah man that's yeah something like that like if we can come up with a cool concept that we can basically base around um, like, dude, without that Intoba, the idea for the Lost Boys wouldn't have come along. Yeah. Like, that group of people, just watching all of us work together like that, just made me think, man, this is, this is something we need to push further. And we need to, you know, yeah. kind of make... I've been thinking about kind of making it a little bit of a, an agency meets, um, you know, like, just pushing. How far can we push this? And what's... Yeah what's going to work and what won't work and what's going to, like, make us kind of stand out. I mean, we all have our respective followings and that, because, yeah. you know, that that month just if we, changed. If we had, f- had that
2: last week, June, October last year, that page would have blown oh, up. Because I gained, like, a 200 followers during that month. Yeah, man, me too. Because <laughs> we're all sharing each other's stuff, you know. Cause yeah. People like Jackson, who's sharing our shit, and he's got a like, shitload of followers. Mm.
0: And page will have blown up. So mate, if we do it again this year, that page will probably take off, you know? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, it's it's going to be one of those. Things. And and this year, we need to, like, amp it up. Like, each year, I think we need to bring something something new. Like, maybe the prompt list is... Maybe we write, we write a collective store. I don't know what it will be, but we could write maybe write a collective story and then each day we draw a page, I don't know, draw a panel each and then that puts together a page a day yeah. and then at the end of the month we'll have like a 31-page 30, book that will be something that we can all sell individually under the under the Lost Boys name um, yeah. and it can be, uh, you know, and, and there'll be, each page will have a panel from each one of us that will be fucking something just cool like that something really out there and, and and interesting i suppose we could run it by the guys and see what they say yeah, yeah man yeah. be fucking but yeah like i mean i suppose the comparison thing's a bit of a catch 22 like you don't you don't want to get so comparative to others that you just stop <laughs> Because yeah. I know there's been – I mean, I believe it or not, I even spoke to Jackson about this last time he was on the pod. And, and he said well, – or one of the times – was it the last time or the time before that? And he was like – he goes on – he finds himself on ArtStation or, you know, on Instagram sometimes. And he himself – like, you know, how fucking wild his work is. Yeah. He said he just finds himself – Looking for hours through people's art and just going, shit, like, I'll never be this good. This is just crazy.
2: Yeah, I do that all the time, man. Oh, I do that all the time. Like, you know who, you know who, freaking, who, whose work I really like, that I've been comparing myself a lot to, lately? You know that dude, um, Poldo, Destroy Your Head? Oh, dude. Right, there's, something, there's something about his stuff, man. It's so it's stylized. Mm. Yeah, shit. I'm like fuck me. Like he done a um, done a Batman print. He put up. Yeah, like, that oh, was so man, cool. I'm only gonna my Batman print out the window. No, yeah, but like it's, it's not, like I compare myself to him because I admire his stuff. You know. Yeah, but it's, it's something that he he has a quality that like Batman lacks. So that's why I compare it to him. You know. It's okay. not as if, like, if in my head, if I'm telling myself I want to be as good as this guy or better, it's not like it's not me being dirty and, and wishing him to get worse. You know, um, it's that I honestly admire his stuff. That's that's the difference between like comparing yourself yourself to someone in a good way, and then comparing them in a bad way. But I think I think where the lines bird is like when you want to, um, you want. I don't want to achieve what he does. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to. Um, He's got a comic book and, you know, and this and that. I don't want to achieve that. I just want to gain his skill, you know? Mm.
3: Like,
2: that's what I compare myself to. Like, his actual, like just his work, not,
0: not his outcome, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, couldn't uh, care, I
2: couldn't care less if he's making 50 grand a weekend at Supernova. I couldn't, I couldn't care less about that. I, I just I really admire his skill. That's what, I'm that's what I'm comparing myself to, you know? Yeah. If you start looking at other things, like if you start looking at, oh, uh, you know, this dude got published or this dude uh, is making this much money, that's when it starts to get a bit negative, you know? That's when yeah, comparison is a bit wrong. But if you're just comparing, like, a few level or something like that, I think it's fine. I think it's healthy,
0: you know? Oh, yeah, definitely, man. And and you you don't want to use – like, you can use the comparison to your advantage, but you don't want to use, like, that – oh, like you said, like, oh, this guy's published and I'm not, so woe is me, um, you know, it, it sucks because that's what I want to do. And yeah. But the thing is, no matter whether – we're like, we're all peers, but yeah. we're, all at, we're all at different levels. We're all at different levels with our style. Like, some of us are still figuring out our style. Others – like, some of us are really technical. Some of us are really um, – you know, we know how to rend- – some know how to render better, some know how to – you know, ink better. We're all at these different levels and we haven't necessarily all been studying the same. It's not like we're art students at at a university all studying the same shit, doing the same assessments. We're all studying in our own lanes and doing our own things. And you're right. You can get bogged out like, Oh man, I just, and then it kind of gets to a point where you start hating on people. Like you can start getting real negative on people who are succeeding where you are. Yeah
2: that's no, it's true. It's true. Mm. But um, it just comes with the individual, man. Like it's up to you as an individual to not um to not hate on people because it's easy to hate. You know what I mean? Oh um, yeah, for so sure, not, man. not hard to just So so if you can just appreciate their talent, you know, it says a lot more about you. But um, oh.
0: yeah, and and, and like the, the comparison thing is where you find your style. Like if you if you find yourself sort of, um, you know, admiring other people's work, then take the parts that you like from their work. Yeah. Don't try to be them. Take uh, some bits and pieces from their work. You've got to be <laughs> careful, Because right? then you end up... Oh, yeah. With them, you know? but, um, oh, yeah, for sure.
2: And basically, I, thought, I heard what this one, this one Marvel... I can't remember which artist it was, but there's some dude that works at Marvel. He said mm. that your style is basically everything you're doing wrong. That's your style. If you're doing everything right, yeah, right, it look like a photo, you know. But like, yeah. your style is everything that you're drawing wrong. Mm. So you just got to decide like, what mistakes are
0: worth keeping or what what mistakes aren't worth keeping, you know? Yeah, man. That's what um that's what John Somareva said to me the first first time I met him, yeah. uh, years back at the first Supernova, and then, um, I heard, hey, dude, I don't know where it comes from. I'm pretty sure that that statement comes from Neil Adams. Um, But I've heard I've heard so many people say that Because it's so fucking true Yeah, Like just keep drawing Keep creating Keep keep making whatever the fuck You want to make I don't care what anybody thinks I just fucking get in my studio And I make the idea that's in my head Like dude As we speak Have you seen that show Santa Clarita Diet on Netflix No I haven't no it's, it's a show on Netflix. It's got Drew Barrymore in it. It's fucking wow. hilarious. It's a show. It's basically I Zombie, but in my opinion, better. The woman becomes a zombie, and it's just the, like a, a dark, dark comedy. And I just finished the second season, and I'm working on a fucking poster because I love that show. I had an idea for it, and I'm just, yeah. just going to do a quick, funny little one of, the, one of the characters. Just like that kind of – like you just got to make whatever the fuck you want to make. Like, yeah, just man. do whatever. Who cares what anybody thinks? It'll I find its to, lane. Yeah. I wish <laughs> I could do that, I always look at, like,
2: because, man, like, at the end of the day, like the, the cons, like, 90% of it is making money, man. Like, I got, to, I can't help but, like, try and think about what will sell, you know? Mm. Even even now, I've like, got this list down of all the people I want to do. And, like, if I could, man, like, I wouldn't draw any of them. Like, I don't really want to do an Avengers piece. But I know that mm. I know that's probably something people are going to look for. Yeah?
0: And then, yeah, and I, I suppose it's, you've got to you've got to kind of do it so yeah. that you enjoy it, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But,
2: uh, you know, but you got to do what sells as well. You know, and that that comes down to like that influences me as well when I uh, when I'm comparing myself to others. I compare what I'm selling to. Yeah, you know, like, if I look at one person who's got like. Shazam piece. I'm like shit, man. I, sh- I better do a Shazam piece too, you know. Mm. Yeah, ones, yeah, yeah. everyone only has one place to go for If They have more options. I might get some of that market, you know. So that's true. true. Yeah, that's I really true. I draw Shazam, but I'm not really bothered for that guy.
0: Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I always give yourself to people, you know. Oh, 100 percent, man. And I, I think. I think it's just it's it's less about not comparing yourself and more about being aware of the fact that you're actually comparing yourself, yeah, like true. being 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 having the um the, the what's the word I'm looking for having the um the understanding in your in your mind that you know I am comparing myself and this is okay. But I need to... I need to make sure this doesn't get to a bad place. To mm. insecurity. Like, I mean... We're, 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 we're artists, man. We're creators. Like, insecurities. <laughs> Can come regardless oh, well. whether we whether we want it or not? <laughs> 100%. Uh, 100%, man. Look. I look. I'll be
2: mean, honest with you, man. This new thing, I've had heaps of those moments, man. Like, heaps of those insecure moments. but like, mm. first... Um, Freaking like an idiot. I missed out on the Oz Comic-Con Sydney. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> it's in September. Why the hell would the applications be closed before the applications for Supernova that's in June? So I just yeah. like yeah, then, like, a months ago, I think it was, or a month ago, I saw Rui. He had an Instagram story up, and he's like, I just got my email from Oz Comic And I've got the mm. number already. I went to the website. <laughs> like, motherfuckers, man. I, go, I missed out. Like, that... that Made me really insecure. Like for some reason, it was hmm. one stupid mistake. It had nothing to do with, with me not being good enough or whatever. like it's like, is is definitely big time, man, I'm like shit. You know, I'm gonna look like a sad cunt this year. Only like two cons instead of three. Yeah, you know, one less
3: time. Yeah, to get
2: those cons where people like they remember that you're gonna be there. You know, I'm just like you can't yeah. you can't help but like feel like you're gonna look like an idiot. You know? Oh, like, of course. I'm like maybe people are gonna think I didn't get in or I didn't get accepted or something like that. It was just me mm. being lazy, you
0: know.
2: Right, so yeah. Then there was other things as well. Like I was meant to, to, have another, another phantom piece this year, and like it's mm. not, it's out of my control. It's not, it's not my, my fault or anything. But the phantom piece of, uh, focusing on this board game, so there's less work, and you know, like. I did a piece for him, and this idea we'll use it later. I'm just like, shit like that.
3: like Batman to me mentally. The fuckers, you
2: know? Yeah, like I always take it negatively before I take it positively. Instead okay. of now, you know about like I'm thinking about Oz home Like you know what? Maybe it's a, maybe it's a blessing on my mind. Because last year I done three cons, and it took out so much time, and I really didn't have a lot of time to work on on my own shit. You know? Yeah. Like the stuff I want to do, I see that I didn't. This year I'm gonna have. One con, maybe two. You know, I'm like, well, but, you know, after all this, I should be free. whole like, oh, you should just be me what you're Oh, so, yeah, dude, for sure. So maybe it is a blessing, but otherwise, it's insecurity comes, well, like, naturally. Man, like,
0: you'll find it to stupid the places. Yeah,
2: you know? 100%. Even and... my Instagram, bro. But my Instagram's died off lately. I'm not getting the likes I used to. I was tracking 1,000 likes. You know, Shit. And then the, the year started, and I done my that Spidey Sona thing, and I cracked like 800. I'm like, this is mad. I'm, I'm getting so many likes. Damn. And now, like, all of a sudden, it's just fucking died out. I'm like, fuck. It gets to me, <laughs> you, know? Yeah.
0: Like, the fuck gets oh gets to Oh, dude. I, I, like, I, I feel that is 100% about Instagram. Like, I cracked, finally cracked a 1,000 this year. Finally, yeah. cracked that 1,000 mark, and was so hyped about it. And then, you know. Had to get it back up to a 1,000 because I lost fucking 40 followers yeah, in like two weeks because I was like, I cracked a 1,000. You know what? I'm going to take a little bit of a break and yeah. pull back. I'd already decided this year I was going to pull back on posting and focus more on stories Yeah, and just make, make sure that is full every single day um, or at least there's something on there every single day and then focus on like IGTV and that. And yeah, I cracked that 1,000 and then once I cracked that 1,000, I think – I'm at maybe 1,030 and it's stuck there for the last two months. And I'm like, well, what the fuck? Like, what, what did I do wrong? What What am I – am I not posting enough? Am I not? And I completely get that. I just get this yeah. weird insecurity about it when I know, you know, I know that the feedback, especially when you're getting good feedback, you just – you have to kind of say to yourself, like, what, what are you doing? Like, why are you yeah. – why are you so worried about this shit? Just, just draw, dude. Just – who gives like, who gives a
2: shit? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I I reckon in, I reckon it's like it's unreasonable to not give a shit. Like I reckon it's important. Like I found I reckon Instagram really like it. it's fucking important stuff, but like, most oh, definitely.
3: of
2: my work most of my work comes from Instagram, it comes from social media, you
3: know?
2: Mm. Like, are shit. I found that. Yeah. To me, like I I lost like a hundred followers like a few months ago. Like in the space of two weeks I lost a hundred followers. Oh shit, I'm like a few uh, months ago. I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to shoot up to four thousand followers in no time, and I'm stuck. I'm just fucking going backwards. You know? Yeah. It makes me think, yeah. like, think like how many people are following me because they actually like my shit. How many people are just following me because I want to follow back? But it all matters because day, like, if you want to make money from this, you know, like, and if you're, if you're if you're going to Supernova and Comic Con and shit, like it's it's more than a hobby, you know? Like it's Yeah. It, it's a dream job. Regardless, some people spend more time on it than others there. But if you're going to, to these conventions, like you want it to be your job. Yeah, you know? so
0: Yeah, definitely, it's just man.
2: The, it gets to be big time, like you don't you're no Because it feels yeah. good when you fucking get a like or a follow, like you feel good. You know? <laughs> but when you lose it, it feels shit
0: yeah and uh, I mean the, the well, I suppose uh, uh, I didn't really mean to say that it doesn't matter, but I think it's more that like if someone's uh, I don't know my my philosophy on it is kind of like if if I lose a if I lose a bunch of followers, one yeah. it's probably fucking bots anyway, and they've probably just been deleted, so no one's actually hit that unfollow button, yeah the bots have just been removed from Instagram. And two, well, I actually want a genuine community. Like I want, there's this theory I heard, where basically it's, it's you can have ten thousand people, genuine loyal followers or um, patrons or whatever you want to call them, customers, who give you a dollar a dollar a year, right? Yeah. And you have ten thousand dollars a year. Or well, you can have a thousand really, really loyal, genuine followers, and they give you a dollar a year, a dollar a month. You got a thousand bucks a month. They give you twenty dollars a month. You've got twenty k a month. And do the math on that. They give you a hundred dollars a year. You've got hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah, it's basic math. Ma- and and to me, I'm kind of like I'd rather get those loyal, genuine people that are going to turn up to the cons that are gonna pu- buy the products when they're online, not yeah. just at the cons at the con price. Like I want those people who are gonna be there waiting when I've when I've got pre orders. Like when yeah. no, if I right. can ever You're right about yeah. that. That, that that's one, mm. thing,
2: one thing that I take pride in my Instagram is that like, like mm,
0: three three thousand
2: six hundred followers, something like that. And mm. the ratio the ratio of likes I get per photo is pretty high. Like I'm getting like Maybe one, maybe ten people will like a will like a post, and that's, that's good. good. That, that means that like my my audience is engaged, you know. Uh, and then every now and again, I get like one pick that like breaks out, and like you'll get more, you know. But um, I see other people's accounts, and they got heaps more followers than me. Um, they're not mine, so I'm thinking like something's being done right.
0: Yeah.
2: When it, at the end of the day, when it comes down to like asking people for money, like good luck, they they don't give shit.
0: You know, like, yeah, man.
2: There's so many Patreon accounts and stuff that I see that I was like, man, I'm like, you know, you're really not making much from this. Like, it's, like, I'd, I'd be too embarrassed, you know. To, 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 yeah, you know, I like, would think is it worth it, you know? And then, I guess it is worth it because anything makes a difference. But um, like, <laughs> well, yeah, man. have started for ages now, you know. But I'm like, but who the fuck's gonna give me money? You know, like yeah. who the hell's gonna want to give me money? Mm. Like even my mates, bro. Like, I mates, my mates. Like, like, I, don't, I don't give them money, huh?
0: Yeah, you know. my friends, you know. <laughs> yeah, dude. And, and that's the thing. Like, being a creative, we're not we're not business minded. Like, we're not business strategists. Where we just want to make the cool shit. Like, and and I, like, I mean, I've I've been doing a little study in business, and there's this thing. Called the it's exactly it, it's exactly what you're saying. There's this thing called the funnel, and if you can visualize a triangle, like an upside down triangle, so it's like a funnel, right? You may have ten thousand followers, but every time you ask those people to do something, the funnel gets smaller and smaller and smaller. Mm-hmm. So say you say you ask them to go to a website, okay, yeah. you're going to lose a hundred people. Yeah. Then you ask those people to go to um, your online shop. You le- and every time you ask these people to do something down this triangle, you're going to lose yeah. more and more right. people until you get to the bottom. You may have had ten thousand people go to your website, but two people actually clicked by.
2: Yeah. And one hundred percent, man. You know, which is just wild. It is, man. Like you know, I used to have a. Uh, I think it's still online. I had like, this big cartel thing. Yeah, I- I've never made a sale on like that. Yeah. Never. And I think to myself, how the fuck do I not make a sale? Like, I'm selling like 70, 80 prints a weekend at Supernova. There's not like 70 or 80 cunts in the world that want to buy a print every minute. A like, print You know? Like, surely yeah. one, of the, one of these 3,000 followers i got should want to buy something, but they don't. Mm. You know? So that's like, I don't, yeah. I don't remember to put a link to it. I and mean, then every now and again, I get some random guy like hit me up and be like, can do you the other website? Like, I can buy this as a print. I'm like, shit, I'm not going to revamp this for one guy.
0: You know? Yeah, it's not even worth paying the fee for the year. You know exactly. Yeah, so, and you, you should just tell that dude send me send me a PayPal link. Yeah, exactly. And I'll send you the prints. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, but it's not even worth it. Like it's not even worth me making prints and then trying to sell them throughout the year. I'll just make them for the cons.
0: You know? Yeah, yeah, okay. I agree, bro. Uh, I
2: was, I was gonna amazing, but going to ask you. This is completely unrelated, but you going to part Comic Con this year?
0: Uh, am I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. am.
2: Did you have to? Because I can't remember. I got an email at the beginning of the year, and now it feels like i to me my memory. Did they
0: they send the email out saying you have to have an ABN? I can't remember specifics about an ABN. I just remember getting an application. I've had an ABN since I first started doing all this. But I think I've had an – I just got an application email. It was just a mailing list that was sent out that had a – um, sure I didn't that. get any details about it. It might have been on the application, but not that I don't
2: remember. So that's what. That's another thing that pissed me off, man. That I, I forgot to freaking apply, and then when I saw Rui's post about it, I went and made my ABN. For some reason, I convinced myself in my stupid head I have to have ABN this year. I made my ABN, went to the Con website, and it was it was already too late. So I made this stupid. Yeah but it didn't cost me anything, but i still gotta I've like, got to do taxes on it and shit now or whatever.
3: Yeah, yeah. But,
2: but yeah, like, but, but anyway, I don't know where I pulled that up, but yeah.
0: No, 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 no. That's that's uh, like but that's the, the thing. thing. There's that's the little things that people just there's those little nuances and I mean bro, I mean I'd like lo- I'd love to fucking scale. I'd love to have someone just sort that shit out for me and May not have to worry, but like I was actually listening. You know Neil Gaiman, yeah, Sandman yeah. writer, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, he was actually on um, Tim Ferriss's. Pod- he doesn't do interviews very, very often, but he did this really great. I recommend it. Um, did this really great interview on Tim Ferriss's podcast, um, and he was speaking about how he, he found himself... I mean, I mean this, this is, is just why I just want to, to fucking get someone get to do to this for me. me. He he was speaking about how he found that he was spending about two hours a week um, or, or a month signing contracts. He would just sit there and for a... He'd sit down one day and his assistant would hand him contracts and he'd just fucking sign them. And he was like, this is time I could be using to." Right. Like, this is two hours a month that I'm wasting. Why am I doing this? This is ridiculous. And then he just called his assistant and was like, hey, do you want to be the, my um, power of attorney and just sign all of these on my behalf? And I thought about that and I was like, maybe that's the way to get more shit done. Like maybe that's the way to stop worrying about all this little shit and, and have someone – but I mean obviously if you want someone to do that, you're going to have to initially ask someone to do that for free or get your fucking, fucking
2: money right, and yeah. pay them yeah. something. <laughs> I mean, what, what I was getting through was that having to do shit like that and then realizing that it might be for nothing, that, that leads to, like, my insecurity. Like, that, that's mm. what I'm like, I'm like, you know what? It's been, like, having to new way to this income. Like, I'll just take cash under the table and don't tell no one about it. You know, now mm. all of a sudden I've got this ABN and I don't know how it works. So I don't know shit about taxes. I'm going oh, yeah. to figure out if I have to show... Any income from this, if I could show expenses, like all of a mm. sudden,
0: like,
2: I could be losing instead of gaining from this shit. You
0: know? Yeah. Well,
2: don't yeah. Man. Do this, cause I'm just like, are other people this stupid? Like, are other people this lazy? As lazy as me? You know? To not get informed?
0: You know? Oh, dude. Uh, they are. Don't you worry. <laughs>
2: like, people are
0: worse. Oh,
2: uh, yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see how it goes and shit, but, um. Oh, uh,
0: yeah. It's it's always good to it's always good to like look at it though. When you do shit like that, it's like you said. Like the first that's that's why I think you'll be alright because um, I don't really consider you to be a very insecure guy. Because as soon as you said, you know, um, oh fuck, I'm not going there. You you just the first thing you said was, well, you know, I have more time to work on my own stuff. Like I'll be able to
2: me like a good freaking you know, two days of headache for me to come to that conclusion. You know what I mean? Like, I'm pretty, yeah. pretty confident, but I, I, I overthink things a lot in my head, you know? So yeah. I just sit around, I'm like I'm like, shit, you know? I'm like, fuck me, then I'm like, I missed out on this stupid Oz Comic Con crap. I fucking didn't read the dates. It would be my own fault. That's what that's what pissed me off. You know? Right. And no, no one, one else like, was, was to blame. You know, I think about everything. I think like, you know what? Like, some some dude is going to be at like Oz Comic Con. You <laughs> me. Not be able to find me and they're gonna wonder why the hell I'm not there and they might think mm. I'm, they might think I'm over it, they might think I'm not doing it anymore. Like, I don't understand, right? You know, yeah, you know, yeah. Who the hell's gonna actually think that? But like, it still gets to me because I've done Oscomicon for like the last four years now.
0: Oh, yeah, that's it, yeah. And well, you 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 said you started at Oscomicon, yeah, so I, that's I another I make thing. more
2: money there as well, yeah.
0: Oh, dude, you're not like I felt like that about Supernova. When I saw the prices for Supernova this year, I was like, "Holy fuck!" Like, I I started doing Supernova. Yeah, this would be my fourth year at Supernova, and I was like, "If I don't go this year, I'm gonna feel like shit because that's the one that I should be doing every single year." But I don't know if I can, if I can afford it. Like, I don't know if I can. They just keep putting the bloody price up, and I'm like, "Did it go I don't. How much was the last year? Uh, I think so. Even the what did i see i, I saw, saw it recently it. even the even the early bird was early fucking more like this, yeah i, I think, think it's up, up to like 380 or something ridiculous like that now no, I, God, don't, don't really quote me on that no yeah, I'm, pretty sure
2: I, 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 I'm gonna pay it today i just got paid I, I was looking at it yesterday i think it's 350 this year oh it might be is the early bird still on yeah that's the early bird finishes on the 19th
0: Oh, fuck. What the nineteenth of this month? Yeah,
2: this month. Shit, man. Yeah, the yeah I need is, to. I'm kind
0: of like, getting pay that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not paying full price on that. <laughs> Fucking hell! I'm
2: pretty sure last last year I paid full price. Oh, I, was, I think well, last just...
0: year the early bird was like
2: two ninety.
0: I think. Yeah, it was We're something like that. that. And yeah, but you just you end up paying, paying like, like your yeah, overheads. You, you, it you it actually makes the con more stressful because your overheads end up becoming more expensive. Even when you don't get that early bird, when you get that early bird, you're like, Oh, well, you know, I just have to make two ninety to cover it. Whereas then you have to pay, you know, the full, I think even Jackson said to me, he's not doing, he's not doing dual tables at Sydney this year because it's just getting way too fucking expensive. Like, Imagine like one table is that price. Imagine how much a, a dual table is. Yeah, exactly. They, and they charge you for like, they charge you another free like full price for the other table. Yeah, yeah. They they don't do it. They don't do a buy one get one half price deal.
2: <laughs> Last year I saw people at Nova mm-hmm. sitting next to tables with people that didn't turn up and then just got to use it for free. I'm like, shit. That's that's, that's a, 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 that's a bit of you Yeah. Know? I would have enough to do that. I don't know, I would have enough stuff to put over two tables anyway. But
0: yeah, me neither. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Me neither. Not not now that I'm trying to just put all the old shit in folders and yeah. and move on from it. I yeah, I don't know, man. I just it it gets very it gets very interesting when you and it's it's something like someone makes a simple comment. I mean, the the insecurity. Even interestingly enough, you you might get this too. It goes into um, when people are even complimenting your work. Like, like, do you ever find when someone says, "You know, you're just a random person. You're just drawing out out and about," and someone's just like, "Oh, fuck! You're such a you're a really good artist." You just don't really know how to respond.
2: Yeah, uh, I, really I get off on that, to be honest. When they tell me I'm good, Oh, <laughs> you know what? I <laughs> really? like, uh,
0: like
2: get this a lot. I get this a lot sometimes like on Instagram, especially. I get like a compliment, but like, it's uh, there's a hidden, like, there's a hidden comment in there that's just, like, derogatory. Like, the other day I wrote a comment that was, like, um, I put up some Ninja Turtle or something like that. And mm. the, the dude goes, I prefer the black and white. I was just like, that's so good, but fair enough. I like, why can't you just say you like this one? And go comment on the black and white and say, I love this. Yeah. You only get to comment on yeah. like, the one that you don't like more when the one you do like is right there to comment on you know yeah, like, yeah I, you that, don't that know. shit like, that gets to me I'm just like why the fuck are you saying this I'm that's really uh, a, to go to the black and white one and say love this instead of coming to the colour one and saying I love the black and white more yeah what a negative shit is that you know thanks man you know
0: it's such a backhanded that's such a yeah. backhanded comment as well like yeah. it's, it's just it's a backhanded compliment of just like you know what are you going to uh, but, I mean, dude, people, what a waste of time to go out of your way to to go, just rather than go on the one you like, go on the one you, mm, you don't exactly like. and Exactly. And, yeah. I, don't, I don't care about your opinion on the one you don't like. Tell me that you like the, the like, yeah, that's. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I, I wasn't going to sit there and explain to him, all, you know, like I'll put the black and white one up and the colored one up and i put the pencils up too to show like the program. I wasn't going to explain that shit to him.
0: You
2: know what I mean? But yeah. That, uh, it's like, you can always just to be finished in colour. Like, I, I'm not going to sit there and explain it to him because it makes me look like a, like a petticoat, you know? Yeah, but, and then, you, yeah. Yeah, you just say thanks and whatever, but sometimes get like that and, you know, it shoots me, you know?
0: Dude, I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know exactly <laughs> got, what you mean. I've got
2: to explain like, like, I came from a, like, what I used to work in before, I used to be a proctor's owner, so like, I was getting slammed for shit every day. You know, I was like, mm. I had my boss telling me, shut up, you're like, oh, shit, you can't do nothing. <laughs> criticism very well, but mm. I just don't understand, like, why go out of your way to say something
0: negative, you know? Well, it's, it's people, dude, that's the thing. the thing. You and I don't understand that because we have better things to do with our time. Yeah. Like, we're, we're creative, so when we've got a spare moment, we sit down and we do something. Yeah. Like, we've always got something to do. And that doesn't necessarily – and I, I often forget that. And a lot of people like, you know, creatives or people who, you know, actually have a passion in life forget that there's people out there who don't have that. Like they don't have um, – they don't have something to do at all times. So they get bored and they're just watching Netflix and they're scrolling through and, you know, they see – it's the same cunts that are out there going, you know, I am um, oh, I don't like – uh, I didn't like Aquaman because it wasn't as good as this. So I didn't like this movie because it's the same people that are out there fucking giving that that chick from Star Wars: The Last Jedi like racist comments and that just to get at people and get you know because they've got nothing better to do. And it, it's such a like it's such a flagrant waste of time. You've only got so much time on on this earth. Like, why would you waste your time doing that? It's such a and, and to, to go out of your way, way to, to find, find something, something that you don't, don't like, and then
2: see, I find act- I find that comments like that mostly come anyway, like to me, anyway, from other artists. And that's like you know how we're talking about comparing yourself.
3: Like, mm. I reckon
2: there's some dudes out there that that's the wrong way to compare yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I've got an app on my phone. The app on my phone tells me if someone unfollows me on Instagram. Right. Okay. And I have a look at it. I'm like, you know what? If I'm following that guy and he's unfollowing me, I unfollow him. Right. You know? sometimes funny. you're surprised, but sometimes you're surprised at the kinds of fucking like unfollow you. People you think you're friends with and shit. People are you might have never met them, but like you have exchanges on that and stuff. Right. You know, mm-hmm. don't, don't follow them back. And like, a lot of like sometimes you know, I'll get I'll get people that follow me. They don't even give me half an hour to go check them out and like their shit back. they unfollow follow me. Right.
3: You know? And that's like, wow. I
2: can't help but think that's that's them comparing themselves to me. That's oh yeah, man! Like, you know, yeah. I, I, I think I'm better than him. So I'm gonna unfollow this one. Right?
0: Or even thinking like even on the flip side, there's people going, "I think he's better than me," and it's there and they're just reflecting their own insecurities on you. And instead of instead of looking inside themselves and going, you know. Okay, maybe, maybe I just feel insecure about the fact that this, um, you know, even just admitting to insecurities is a pretty, it's a pretty hard thing for a lot of people to do. And it's a pretty big thing for people to be aware of their own insecurities, because believe it or not, like, you, you and I can just go, oh, yeah, we're insecure about our work. But a lot of people don't even realize they're just aggressive, and they don't know why. And when you get down to the crux of it, it's because they're insecure. It's because they don't they don't know any better. They, they, they feel, you know, it's like your high school bully. Like any dude that bullied you in high school, the only reason he's bullying you nine times out of ten is either because his dad's an asshole or he doesn't have a very good home life and he thinks you've got what he wants. So instead of admitting to that, you know, like most people just can't do, and unfortunately a lot of people do it their entire lives and, and never move on from it, Instead of admitting to that, they just reflect it on you, yeah. and they they give you shit, and they try to make you feel as insecure as as they do. But as soon as you see through that, you know shit changes. Yeah, like it yeah. changes quick. It and does. You, you can just you can just bounce it off you. It's yeah. it's wild. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, I don't know. I think it's it's okay to be insecure. It's okay to. To have you know, you know, to, know make to make mistakes. mistakes. You're not yeah, gonna learn. There's a strength in, in
2: um in knowing what you're weak at, you know? Like yeah. there's 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 a lot of strength in that. That's 100%. why I never I never shy away from what I'm not good at or what I can Because if yeah. you don't fuck, like, you end up being an arrogant fuck, you know? But um but uh, Yeah. I reckon oh. it's I reckon it's okay to compare yourself,
0: yeah, yeah, that's that's really interesting because I never really thought. Um, I always kind of thought you've changed my mind because I always kind of just thought don't compare yourself to others. Only keep you know, the typical YouTube motivation gym video where don't don't compare yourself to others. Compare yourself to yesterday and rah rah rah. rah. But you're probably right there in that it is okay to compare yourself.
2: Okay, I noticed when you sent me that question yesterday. I'm looking at the way you phrased it. I'm like, this guy reckons that I agree with him. I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, I, I do compare myself. You know? like,
0: what? I'm what do you me. mean?
2: Like when you, the way you wrote me the question, because you yeah. wrote, um you wrote, uh, why you shouldn't compare yourself to other artists? And yeah. Like, well, why should? You, you know, I'm like, I do that all the time. You know, but yeah. then I, I understood what
0: you meant. Yeah, yeah. I, I think. I think it's more that I wanted to make that distinguishment between negative and positive comparison and like deflecting your insecurities on others and um, making others feel you know feel lesser because you feel lesser or you know like just there's a lot of we could get into it for hours there's cyber bullying there's like you said there's dudes, there's dudes that just troll there's but yeah, I, I think, think um, yeah, yeah, the I, uh, yeah you've changed, I think you've changed, you've changed my mind, mind, man. There's, there's uh, I, I, I thought, thought too a little too, too naively about, about comparing myself. myself I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was just saying, you, you changed my mind, man. Like, I think, I think definitely, there's 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 a good way to compare yourself. Yeah, there's yeah. a good way to kind of compete with others um, in your art, and you know, I mean, I suppose we always compare it ourselves. There's always going to be an artist that we admire that we'll find we often go back to. Like yeah. for me, that's that person is Jim Lee. I don't know, like who, who would that be for you? Oh, in terms of
2: artists, I don't know, but there's so many, but <laughs> it's funny that you brought up Jim Lee. Cause, um, have you ever seen about uh, this interview of Jim Lee? He was talking about, um, when he was trying to break in and he would go to the park and go for runs. Mm. And as, he's, as he's running, He'd yell out the names of, like, out of be Miller, better. Byrne, yeah. Miller, Byrne, yeah, Mil- yeah, yeah.
0: yeah I've it, heard but that, that yeah. reflects it
2: reflects in everything, man. Like, I watch a lot of soccer, and like all the great players have a rival that like, they've had to compete against. You know, yeah. and they never hate each other, yeah. but like, no. like it's, it makes them get better. You know, it, it urges them on to get better.
0: Yeah, um, man, definitely, and it, it just it just pushes them to. Yeah. You've always got to, like. You know, if there wasn't, but there's always going to be those greats to yeah. to bring out more. But like, if Michael Jordan didn't wasn't as good as he was, we probably wouldn't have got Kobe Bryant, Shaquille O'Neal, yeah, exactly. LeBron James, like exactly. Dwayne Wade, all these fantastic players. Because exactly. same thing, if Frank Miller didn't do what he did with Batman, we probably wouldn't have got Jim Lee. Yeah, we but there's always You know, there's yeah. always someone that starts it. That's why yeah.
2: that's why I reckon it's important to be competitive because I've always
0: been competitive. Every, yeah, man. Every game
2: yeah. I want to win. You know, and, so And you
0: know, we're that we those people for our generation, for our communities, for our like who knows how many how many people are out there that we that haven't even said anything to us that we're those people to them. Like they they look at us as if the way that we looked at Dave Yarden and, and Summer Or I hope so. Yeah, it would be... would cool.
2: my ego if I did, if it wasn't. <laughs>
0: yeah, man. <laughs> That's so funny. It's, yeah, I just... I'm sure there is. Like, I'm sure... I'm, I'm certain because between us, look at how many followers collectively that the Lost Boys have. We all at least have a 1,000 followers, at yeah. the very least, yeah. in our own individual followings. And then you put all those together, there's probably easily closer to i mean jackson has a lot has about 50 percent of it but there's a large portion of it that it's probably pushing 30 or 40k between all of us and that's a lot of people and i'm certain that there is there's a couple of people in there that look at us and go shit they're doing what i want to do and we i mean just by us just continuing to do it we'll will help us help push it's, others forward who knows will come after us
2: right, uh, when i think about it and like i get i get a few inboxes from people like i got a i got a message from some kid from italy and mm. he, asked, he asked me for advice he's probably like 16 17 so he asked me for advice on how to color like, yeah. what, what what do i have to give me i just like i pushed him onto like some other artists that have like videos and stuff anyway mm. A few months later I check out his Instagram and his full Jack my venom piece. Like he's basically he's almost traced it. You okay? so, <laughs> know? I don't care, you know, like, I, I don't give a shit really, like, you know, he's he's just a young kid. I didn't mm. say I not say anything to him. Like, someone told me it I didn't even I not even hit him up about it, like I don't care. But um, Yeah. But what's funny is that like he probably like, you're right, he probably looks at me and thinks like I wanna do what he does. I'm <laughs> Yeah, probably. Like, I'm, well, so fat, I'm so far off the level that I should be at. You know that to actually not call myself even semi-professional. Yeah. Funny, nobody, man. yeah.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, well, I mean, it's that imposter syndrome. We all we all get it at some point. You just like, I mean, I've been getting it a lot lately. Where I'm just like, am I playing business? Like, am I pretending I'm professional, or am I actually professional? And I don't know. I honestly don't know when. When the moment's going to come where I'm going to go, shit! I'm actually professional at this. Like I I don't know what that threshold is. But this is what
2: I do. Like, this is how I gauge it. I Mm. say to myself, if you're regularly getting published, right, and you don't need to do any other work to supplement this, then Mm. you're a pro. Like if you, I reckon if you're getting published three or four times a year, that's like once every two or three months. I reckon you're professional. You know. Like yeah. that's that's how I gauge it. Like, right, okay. you some, yeah, that's you a pretty good way to gauge stuff, it. Yeah, constant stuff coming out when it's like officially published, oh, I reckon you're professional. Mm. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's that's about it. Like, like, it depends as well because like with me it's easy to say because I want to be a body So If I get published in a comic, well, then that's what's gonna define me as professional. But mm. for, like, for someone else, like for, like for for Jackson, he doesn't need to be published anyway. No. Be professional because that guy already lives off his art. So that guy, in my eyes, he's a pro. You
0: know? Yeah. So you've got to kind of you've got to yeah. I mean, that's something I'm trying to do this year. Is just stipulating what success is to me, like stipulating what my goal is, what the over like, what is it I'm moving towards? What exactly is it? And when I hit that, so that I know what it is. Like, and and it's just it's just as simple as just living off my art, just just having a full-time income off my work and just making shit yeah. all day, every day, and people are paying me for it. That's, that's yeah. all it is. It's fucking, it's simple. I don't want to be a CEO. I don't want to be, I don't want to run fucking, I don't want to have a startup, none of that shit. I just want to make money off off my art like it's that simple i just want to be a professional illustrator it's that simple and and stipulating those goals is so underrated but when you do it you know like you said you've got that gauge you just know that's when you're professional that's when you hit it and that's when you know you 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 finally finally hit that success yeah.
2: yep
0: yeah all right Then well um thank you so much for coming on i'm gonna to have to cut it short here i gotta um gotta head off um uh but yeah thank you so much for coming on man it was awesome to talk to you again thank you so much for listening guys i love you all if you want to see any more of cam's work please go to at instacam underscore illo I double L O on Instagram Um, if you would like to support the podcast please just take a screenshot of the episode and share it on your stories your Instagram your Facebook your Snapchat or wherever you socialize in the world wide web you can also leave a review on iTunes and please make sure to subscribe to get all episodes of Making Lemonade when they come out every single week on Mondays and potentially Wednesdays if I am unwell, <laughs> but we try to get them out on Mondays as, 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 as much as possible. Um, thank you all again, guys. I love you so much. Uh, that's all I have to say. Thank you to Cam for coming on. Uh, it was a wonderful episode and I hope you got plenty out of this episode as I did. I came out of this episode, a changed man. My opinion on comparing myself to other artists has changed, and I think I'm going to do a little bit more comparison work. Anyway, thank you all again. I love you so much. I've been your host, Jordan, and as always, guys, stay weird. Shazam!